Clovis rubbed her forehead, trying to take it all in. You mean he was found near the hives? Sitting with his back to one of them. Stabbed and sitting with his back to a hive? Zoe said. Paul didn't respond. Anna couldn't intrude. She had never met Russell Thurman, but neither could she at this precise moment pack up her things and leave. So she sat silently. Who would do such a horrible thing? Maddie said. I can't imagine, Paul said, but that isn't all. He was wincing again, having trouble conveying the rest of what the groundskeeper had told him. Taking a deep breath, he plunged ahead. Whoever did this hollowed out a pumpkin and put it on Russell's head. Clovis gasped and reared back in her chair, and Zoe heaved a cross between a laugh and a gut-punched breath. That's funny? Clovis said, turning angrily on her. Is it? I'm not laughing, Zoe said. She reached out, beseeching Clovis to understand. I'm not. It just came out. Alex clucked in sympathy, trying to calm Clovis. It's not funny, he said gently. No one thinks it's funny. It's just appalling and unexpected. But with a pumpkin on his head, Maddie said. How did the groundskeeper know it's Russell? He had no idea who it was until he took the pumpkin off. He thought it was a prank, one of those stuffed figures you see at Halloween, and pulled the pumpkin off Russell's head before he called the police. Anna noticed that Zoe had put a hand to her mouth, and judging by her raised cheekbones and squinty eyes, she was fighting to keep a straight face. Alex looked at Clovis, and seeing that she was staring down at the area rug in front of her chair, he quickly scolded Zoe, giving her a small shake of his head. It was understandable, in the shock of the moment, that Zoe might want to laugh, Anna thought. But the absurdity of Russell's death, or rather the staging of his body after death, did not make his death any less sacred, or frightening. Maybe in the movies killers put pumpkins on their victims' heads, but in real life— Only a very sick mind would take a life, then make a joke of that taking. The opposition is withering, isn't it? Clovis said quietly, her gaze rising from the rug to the sofa where Paul sat. Maddie gaped. That's an awful thing to say. Totally uncalled for, Paul said. Chastened, Clovis wrapped her arms about her chest and mumbled a half-hearted apology before proceeding. But does no one else see how this group is rapidly changing? People who have been members for years are leaving and now dying. I'm the only original member left. It's just a group, Clovis, Zoe said warmly. Her face was lined with concern. Her smile had vanished. She again reached out for Clovis's arm, but stopped short. It's not important. What matters is your friend. The two are connected, Clovis said, a defiant glint in her blue eyes. Russell loved this group, and he saw something happening to it. You can all try to pretend nothing's going on, but I see it too. In what way is Russell's death connected to our group? Paul asked, bewildered. Clovis sat bolt upright. Did Russell have anything with him? Like what? Paul said. I don't know. That's why I'm asking you. You have to be a lot clearer than that. 
Did he have anything he wouldn't normally be carrying? Clovis gestured with her hands, frustrated that she couldn't erase the blank stare on Paul's face. Did the groundskeeper mention finding something with him? No. Did you ask? Why would I? What are you talking about, Clovis?